Hey guys, welcome to Because I Said So, the podcast where we discuss age and how it affects how we perceive ourselves, how we perceive others, and the conversations that we have because of it. Thank you for listening, and please leave a review to support the podcast. Thank you. We have a very special <laughs> guest today. Her name is Corey. Corey, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Corey. I've been friends with Virginia, goodness, for three years now. We met at the rec. We worked together. Um, and I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, and Corey is, for those of you who don't know her, is one of the most positive people and happy and brightest people that I know. But It's been a pleasure to see her grow into that person. And so I think today she's going to talk a lot about mental health and especially for girls and kind of just um, teenhood, I would say. And so, yeah. So first, let's start with like the overarching topic of it's okay not to be okay. And Corey, you can just go ahead and I'll let you get started and kind of just saying what you want to say about that, because I know that you have a lot to say. Well, talking about the topic of like, it's okay to be okay, like our whole lives, like we're kind of taught like, oh, like, be happy, be positive, like, you know, like, it's okay to be sad, but just try to be positive. But sometimes, like, it's really hard to find, like, that positive energy and to be like, okay, I'm going to get up, I'm going to do this. And that's okay. And it's okay to, like, have those days where you feel like nothing's going right, um, the world's against you, and we just feel and we oftentimes like beat ourselves up and it's okay to live in that moment for a second and feel those emotions because you don't want to just like pack all those emotions away because at the end of the day just packing and packing and packing those emotions oftentimes causes us to just completely split like freak out and we end up hurting others with words that we don't mean to So I think it's just super important to allow yourself to feel those emotions because sometimes like we need to feel those emotions and able to feel better. I totally agree. And one thing that you really touched on there kind of in the beginning of that was that like toxic positivity and kind of like the, well, like just like be positive and all of that. And I think that it's hard for people to understand that that is not always how it is. Like you can't just flip a switch and it's easy to kind of tell yourself and to shut it down. But like you said, you really have to honor your emotions and be vulnerable. And I think that you can talk a little bit about vulnerability. Cause I think that that's something that I've learned a lot from about you. Yeah. So I'm a super emotional person. Like I feel my emotions very heavily and I'm very much the type of person to like Um, show my emotions and I talk about my emotions and oftentimes when we feel the need to talk about our emotions we're so afraid to like feel that vulnerability because it's a big step to be able to tell somebody like hey like I don't like the way you said that like you know it kind of it made me upset like that kind of hurt my feelings because we're so afraid of the reaction we're gonna get and to me it took me a really long time to be able to get to that point to be able to speak up and be like, hey, like I'm not comfortable with this or hey, that kind of hurt my feelings Um, because we're, I mean, we're always afraid like somebody's gonna snap back and be like, well, you're just not allowed to feel that way. 
And when people do that, like it hurts, but also like it speaks more about them than more about you because you're allowed to feel that way. And you're okay to have your feelings hurt because like, that's your feelings. You don't get to be told how to feel like you choose your emotions and you choose your feelings. So somebody else doesn't get to say, well, well, I, you just can't feel that way because that's not fair. And sometimes being that vulnerable, it could have a positive effect because it allows you to like grow and become a person to like speak up when you're uncomfortable because we don't want to do things that we're uncomfortable with. Mm -hmm. So I just, I think it's super important to be able to be vulnerable and have that vulnerable moment because sometimes in life, like that vulnerable moment can help you grow and just somebody you never thought you could be. I totally agree. And I want to ask you how you started to kind of open up. Cause I know you said that that took you a while. And also how do you choose which people to talk to or which like, you know, quote unquote battles to fight? Because I think, you know, there's definitely some times where it's like, okay, maybe I shouldn't reach out about this, but maybe I should, it kind of, it's a hard thing to discern. So how do you discern um, who to talk to, but also how did you get to that point? I think I started getting to that point when I started to like look back on things that somebody would say to me because I oftentimes I'm the type of person to where if I have a problem I go to different people to ask advice on the situation and I kind of grew up in a home to where we talk about our emotions and so my mom has helped me a lot of being able to um talk about those emotions and my sister as well because she'd always tell me she'd be like you know like you have to be able to talk about those and you have to like be able to stand your ground because otherwise like people aren't going to treat you the way that you want to be treated unless you set that boundary and also my dad has very been like very much about you know like as you grow up it's important to set those boundaries and it's important to be like hey like you're not going to do me that way, or you're not going to treat me that way. And I started doing it like as soon as I kind of found my way into a couple of toxic friendships. Um, Looking back on it, I really wish I would have spoken up a lot more than I did, because I used to just kind of brush it under the rug and be like, well, they didn't mean it like it's okay. Like it's just a one time thing. Um, I don't want to lose this friendship. And sometimes like, it's hard to make that choice to be like, okay, when do I speak up? But when it gets to the point to where it's mentally affecting you, like every day, and especially like when you see them, and you know that your mood immediately like goes from like happy to sad, or you just feel uncomfortable, like it's so important to speak up and be like, you know, like, hey, like what you said to me the other day, like that wasn't okay. Like that hurt my feelings. And as I said before, if they end up backlashing on you, then obviously that speaks more about them, more about you than more about you. And also like just, it builds confidence within you. And it also helps you as you get older to be able to approach those kind of situations. Yeah, I think that, that it takes so much maturity and so much personal growth to be able to get to that point. And I love how you related it to kind of like looking at now. And cause I think that 
I have similar situations where it's easy for me to look back and be like, I feel bad for my younger self being in those situations because it's so easy when maybe somebody says something that does hurt you or something like that to start questioning yourself and to be like, well, maybe I did do something wrong or maybe I am what they said or maybe all of that. So how do you not internalize those thoughts? How do you actually identify like, okay, that hurt me and it's not based on anything that I am instead of just being like, well, maybe it is who I am. Well, I used to kind of like change myself to the end to the friendship that I wanted because I was so afraid of losing it. And I kind of started to like stop when I realized like, I would just be like, I don't really like who I'm becoming or I don't really like the way that this makes me feel. And I don't know, it's just, it's hard. And to be able to pull that maturity it's, it's a lot. And I still struggle with it sometimes because I'm still like, I'll make excuses and be like, oh, well, they apologize. But an apology only goes one way. Like words can only say so much. It's the actions that follow yeah. that prove. And so I would just be like, and so I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. It's really hard. And oftentimes, like, I would say those things, and I wouldn't be, like, very bold about it. I just, like, low-key mention it. And I thought, oh, well, okay, they apologized. And it really wasn't, like, an actual apology. And they continued to do those actions. But I was just so young to where I was just like, well, I don't, I don't want to lose this friendship. But it comes to a point to like where you're physically so unhappy that you can't even like, you don't even want to be around them or you don't want to see them because I've been in that situation to where I just, I couldn't even hang out with the person because I felt like every time I saw them, I would just get so caught up in my mind and think like, Oh, what if they are right? Like, you know, what, what if, what if that's actually who I am? And I kind of started to realize like not everything that they said was true when I started to branch out to more people. And I heard what more people were saying about me. Like normally like in high school, if you hear one person's name, everybody knows, like you can tell by everybody's reaction as soon as that name is said, like, whether people like them or not and I kind of started to realize like hey like kind of what these people are telling me like is a lot different than what this person said like maybe I'm not as bad as a person as I thought I am because um people would ask like oh do you know Corey and they'd be like oh yeah she's like the sweetest person ever and so when I started to hear that I was just like oh well maybe maybe it's not so much me you know but also like I know I've said some things before to where I've just been like oh I shouldn't have said that or that was a little mean but I always try to come back and apologize and be like hey I didn't mean it to come off that way and it's not to say that like I'm the perfect person because I'm very much far from perfect Mm. it's just learning to like grasp those situations and also realize that like not everybody has to like you and at the end of the day like if you do good deeds then why should it matter like what bad people say 
yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like, I think, I think one thing that I've tried to tell myself is like, if I don't respect this person's, I mean, respect everybody's opinion on a certain level. Um, I mean, just on like a human level, but if I don't really, if I wouldn't listen to this person's advice and I don't really respect their opinion on that, then why would I care so much and place so much of my own value in what they say about me if I wouldn't even listen to what they would say about somebody else or something else and I think that that's been really huge and I want to get into what you were saying about setting boundaries because that is so hard and I have watched you learn how to do it and I (laughs) want you to just give us all a little pep talk on setting boundaries because that is so hard yeah so setting boundaries I absolutely love talking about this topic because I've struggled with it before and it's hard like setting those boundaries like especially for ladies and it could be for men as well like setting boundaries with like a person you like or someone you're interested in like it's okay to say that you're not uncomfortable that you're uncomfortable with certain things it is completely okay and I feel like in today's society like we're all taught like well, if you don't do this, then you're that, which is not true because everybody grows at their own pace. Yeah. And everybody's like ready at their own time. And so you can't get mad at somebody for being uncomfortable. Like you just, you physically can't. And so my personal experiences, I've had um, a lot of experience with like boys and stuff like that. Like because we live in a society where now it's just kind of like, oh, well, if you like me and I like you, like, then we should just hook up. And not to say that, like, hooking up is bad. And if you're that, that per- if you do that, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Just personally for me, I'm not that type of person. So I'd be like, oh, well, I'm not really comfortable with that. Like, da, 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 da. And oftentimes I get unadded or I get told, well, oh, okay, never mind then. And it's just not internalizing those feelings for speaking up about what you're comfortable and not comfortable with. Because at the end of the day, it's your body and it's your mind and it's your life. You get to choose what you want to do. And if you're not comfortable, like, don't be afraid to speak up because you'd rather be in a situation where you're comfortable and you feel okay and than to be in a situation where you're super uncomfortable and then you end up regretting everything or you feel like you were forced to do something. And it also stands with friendships as well, like telling people like, hey, like, no, like I'm not doing that. You're not gonna get mad at me or hey, like, don't say that. I'm not comfortable with that. Don't say that. Or I don't like the way that treat, I don't like the way you treated me. Like, it's just, it's really important and it's a huge life skill. And I didn't really start getting comfortable with setting my boundaries until about this year. High school taught me a lot of learning, like how to deal with certain emotions and also figuring out like who I am and who my people are and who I need and who I don't need to be around. And I don't hate the friendships that like didn't last because at the end of the day like I was so young and I didn't really know what I wanted so like it's just a relationship goes two ways whether it's a friendship 
or a relationship with a significant other. Like it's a two-way street. It involves communication and setting boundaries on both sides. So you just, it's, it's hard. It's, it's really hard, but I've just learned, you know, like if I'm uncomfortable, I'm going to speak up because I would rather not be involved in this type of situation. And it's hard because especially like when it comes to like dealing with your crush or something and they honestly like make it seem like it's your fault for setting your boundaries, which that's when you have to step back and be like, no, like it's, it's not, I'm not going to like allow you to make me feel that way because I set my boundaries and what I'm comfortable with is what I'm comfortable with. And I, I can't feel bad about that because I, I don't know, like you don't deserve to feel bad about setting your boundaries. If anything, we should be more empowered and just like, I don't know, just grow, growing up. It just, it takes a lot. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And there's so much that you said there is just so good and so relatable. I think that everybody, and like you said, I would say like a lot of times it's girls, but that couldn't just be girls. It could also be guys who have to set those boundaries. Exactly. Difficult. Um, And I also wanted to ask you, what is your opinion on when it comes to like when you should set those boundaries? Do you set them early on, like at the beginning of a relationship or friendship? Or do you wait until something comes up? Because I feel like that, I know that can be like a little bit risky because then it's kind of easier to bend those boundaries. Um, So I was kind of wondering what's your opinion on that and what do you plan on doing going forward in your life and your relationships? So personally for me, when it comes to friendships, if the conversation comes up, um, I usually will try and do it early. I'll just be like, hey, like, you know, like I'm not really that type of person. But also if it comes to like talking to somebody where I'm like getting serious, like I've told people before, like, hey, like I'm not looking for something serious or I'm not comfortable with these certain things. Like, I would love to get to know you better before I like really commit to anything or, Hey, I don't really want this right now, but if you're okay with it, then maybe we could try and do something else instead. So I think a lot is just kind of filling out the situation because you don't want to scare somebody off at first. Yeah. Um, The the second that you meet them, be like, Hey, these are all of my like, blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Because sometimes that gets a little overwhelming. I think as it develops, it should definitely kind of be in like the beginning stages, but also as it develops, it's more about learning what you're comfortable with and what you're okay with talking about. Because at the end of the day, yes, setting boundaries is is important, but you shouldn't be forced to have an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, I agree. I also feel like if you, if it's not something that you're comfortable talking about a lot of times, I feel like it's probably not something that you're comfortable doing. And so I think that exactly that's important. Yeah. Like if you're not comfortable talking about it, then you're more than likely not comfortable doing the action, which is completely okay. And I think now like it's just society and social media influences like to think like, well, it's okay to let this happen or it's okay to feel this way or maybe you should look a lot more like this or maybe you should do 
a lot more this and maybe this person will like you more like I see so many things like saying like how to get someone to like you like no it shouldn't be how to get somebody to like you it should be somebody should like you for who you are you shouldn't have to change your personality and who you are as a person to fit somebody else's mold yeah which is because at the end of the day if you oh sorry Oh, no, you're good. I was just saying that's just so difficult. It is because we often find ourselves in this situation where we feel like we're changing ourselves to fit somebody else's mold because we're so afraid to lose that connection. And I think also like losing something in general, like it's scary, like being able to feel that pain, like whether it's just a best friendship or a relationship like it hurts like it sucks like when you go through a friendship breakup like it it hurts but also it's learning like not to go off and like bash them because at the end of the day like it could have just because you think that like oh well so and so did this and so and so did that like who's to say that you also maybe didn't do something as well that they never told you about you know yeah I think that there's just so much nuance and it's so hard but I love everything that you said and one thing that I do want to ask you as well is what happens if they break a boundary because I know that that's also very dependent on what type of boundary it is but I know that we could talk about that forever and so I want you to get into that well usually what I do is I always believe in second chances So if the boundary is broken at first, I sit down and I just be like, hey, that wasn't okay. I don't like that. Um, I don't appreciate it. I don't know if you meant to do it or not. Don't do it again. I'm not comfortable with it. I'm telling you this right now because I don't want it to lead into something bigger. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if that boundary is continued to be broken, then that's your sign to be like, hey, maybe this person isn't for me. Like if they can't respect who I am and what I've said like then I I, it's just not worth it and it goes with friendships like if somebody says a mean comment to you and you say hey don't say that again or I don't think you meant it that way because oftentimes like people will say something and they don't mean it the way that you think they said it but if they continue to say it or continue to do that action after you've already talked about it and you've been over it and you stated what was wrong and how it made you feel um that's when it's time to be like okay I should probably step away from this because at the end of the day like you cannot change somebody who doesn't want to change and you it just words can only go so far it's just the actions that follow after them yeah and I think one thing that I talk about a lot is like expectations and how there's realistic and unrealistic but you don't know unless you talk about them and set those boundaries and have those discussions and I think that that's really important as well and then also I mean this kind of ties into all of that but going into like the conversation about self-respect how do you not chase those people how do you not how do you have that courage to maybe say okay this person isn't right for me and step away from that. Cause I think that it's so easy to just not respect yourself enough to do that. So I've definitely struggled with that. I've gone down, I've definitely gone back to people who I shouldn't have gone back to. 
Um, it's a lot of just learning life lessons and kind of being not like slapped across the face physically, but slapped across the <laughs> face with like actions in life that have happened. You know, like you sit back, you kind of get your heart broke. And oftentimes some t- like that one heartbreak isn't enough. So you go back, but sometimes it takes me um, for other people to be like, you need to like step away from that. Because I've had people tell me like, this person isn't treating you right. I know you are the type of person to where you try and fix things, which I am. I'm definitely a person to where I think just because somebody did one run action, like I can fix them and I can turn them into a better person, which is kind of a toxic trait for me. Um, But as soon as you realize like somebody isn't giving the same energy that you're putting into it, that's when it's your time to be like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like even with a friendship, like if you're the only one communicating um, or asking to hang out or trying to see the other person and they're just like not giving that energy back or they don't reach out to you enough, that's when it's just like, oh, well, why should I put all of this time and energy and effort and to somebody who's not recropriating it back. Because at the end of the day, like if you truly wanted that friendship or if you truly wanted something like you would go for it because that's just how humans are. When we want something, we go for it. And the same thing with like a relationship. Like as soon as I realized like, hey, this boy like isn't giving me the same energy back. Like I can't just keep going back because I know I'm just going to wound up getting my heart broke or I end up like just being tossed along for the ride. It, it's hard. It, it's hard and it, and it hurts. But sometimes I just take that pain and I look back and I'd be like, I can't do this to myself anymore because I don't want to keep feeling this way because it's not going to get any better. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And it's really hard to step away from that place of people pleasing too because it's so easy to be like well I can't do yes. this I just need to fit what they need and maybe if if they're not giving that same energy then maybe there's something wrong with me and it's kind of what we talked about and fitting that mold but can you talk a little bit more about people pleasing and how you found your own identity away from that so I used to be a huge people pleaser I hated when people didn't like me I hated it it bugged me to the like it just it bugged me to the core And I was very much like, well, okay, so if they don't like this action, then maybe I need to start doing this action. And it took me until I about until I graduated high school for me to be like, no, like, I can't like, no, I'm not going to change who I am, or my values in life just because you don't like that. Like, fitting into that mold, like, you should fit into your own mold and figure out what you want and find your own identity and finding your own identity is more so like finding out what you want in your life, what kind of people you want in your life, what you want as a person and how you want others to view you. And it's hard because you sit there and you question a lot of things. Um, 
you wonder like, okay, well, what do I want? Or um, stuff like that. It's just, it's really hard. Um, and fitting that mold, you should fit the mold for yourself. You should create the human that you want to be. Um, figure out what type of people you want in your life. Do you want to be surrounded by people who constantly bring you down? Or do you want to be surrounded by people who constantly bring you up and support you and help you through your difficult times? Because yeah. oftentimes, like, you will say, like, when it comes to people pleasing, like, you're talking about a problem, and then they immediately switch the conversation back to them. And you're just like, oh, well, let me help you instead of just dealing with your own emotions. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think it's it's been really cool to see you have that evolution and just be so much more confident and so much more self-assured and have that control over that because it's definitely something that I'm still working on for sure. And Corey, as a kind of our final thing, I want you to give me that pep talk on how to take control of your own happiness. How do you get that self-talk? How do you get that self-validation? Tell me about that. So usually what I do is I sit down and I look at myself and I'd be like, you know, we've come this far um, because I struggle a lot with like my own insecurities, especially like body image. So what I do is I sit myself down and I'd be like, I can't beat myself up because I can't just sit down and be like, oh, you're a terrible person or you look like this, you look like that because your mind and your body gets you through so much. Mm -hmm. Like, think about it. Think about where you are in your life right now and think about how much you've accomplished and how much you've helped other people and also how much you've grown. Because at the end of the day, like, your journey is your journey. You get to create your own life. So if you want to, like, kiss the boy or kiss the girl, go for it. If you want to live your best life or just live on your own time, go for it. What is stopping you from being the best version of yourself that you can be? Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I think that seeing you be able to do that and seeing you have those moments of just like things can be beating you down outside and you will sit there and you'll be like, okay, I'm going to do my affirmations. I'm going to have this self-validation. I think that that's yeah. so cool. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's definitely been a lot, but it's just a lot of just taking time for yourself and taking that me time and just sitting down. And like, when you look in the mirror, like you look yourself in the eye and you'd be like, I'm a good person. I am doing so well in my life right now. I am amazing. My body gets me through so much. My mind has helped me. I'm a beautiful person. And it's just a lot of like, believing what you say yeah because there's no point in beating yourself up yeah and I think it's okay to fake it till you make it too like I've definitely been there where it's like yeah. sometimes when you start you got to be like okay I might not believe exactly what I'm saying but eventually I will exactly yeah and Corey do you have any final advice for people who just want to take control of their happiness um, and just make their lives a little bit more positive every day just be the best version of yourself that you can be. And also don't let others stand in your way of achieving what you want to achieve in life. 
because at the end of the day, you can do it. You can do anything that you put your mind to and you're all beautiful people. Yeah. And Corey, thank you so much for being on the podcast and thank you everybody for listening. I'm sure that you now understand why I love Corey so much and why she is like the brightest (laughs) light that I know. Um, And just remember to like, subscribe and share. Thank you.